Welcome back to Clueless Content. This is Noah. I'm here with Becca Joy. You probably know us by now. Um, Becca Joy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I paid attention. Hi, guys. I'm just posting to our Instagram right now. This is episode 11? I have. Absolutely. I thought it was like 8. Oh, maybe it's 8. I'm pretty sure it's like 8. Or nine. We don't record these in order. So. Yeah, as you may have been able to <laughs> notice by now, considering I have gone through like three months of meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm is... still studying virology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four months later. Um, uh, how have you been, Victor? Um, I'm doing okay. You're getting ready to go back to school? Yep. I'm going back to school tomorrow, um, so that's kind of fun, I guess. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Today was kind of a bust, I guess. It was not that great of a, a day. A bust? Yeah. Oh. I just, oh, you had a dentist appointment. Well, I had a dentist appointment. Forever. No, it didn't actually, compared to what it was going to take. Um, I had a dentist appointment, and then I was going to go to our church that I like going to and they were closed <laughs> they were so, yeah, so i drove to st bonnie's another church i don't like going to and they were also closed oh my gosh. i was like Great. what event is going on today that we are not invited to um well st bonnie's was the weather and i'm like it's rain yeah why are we canceling but anyways that was why today was a bust but um that's fine so, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing okay, I guess. Um, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, today's Friday. Friday's always nice. I try not to do my homework on Friday, so it's give myself a break. I decided to make bread today, which is fun, sourdough bread. Um, I haven't done that in a while. So, And I got a Christmas present from Becca Joy. That's part of bread making, so I'm excited to use that. I'm a birthday present. Hmm? I said, and a birthday present. I've already used that, that though. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, so, folks. Um, so, we have this idea of, um, if you've ever seen Parks and Rec, you know Pawnee, Indiana. If you haven't seen Parks and Rec. I don't recommend watching What? Watch it now. Um, so, anyways, if you're just in popular culture, it is... Probably seen likely that you have heard of Pawnee, Indiana. So something is very special about Pawnee, just and the thing is that just like I guess the people love their town. Mm-hmm. Um, so like to an extreme amount, to a crazy like insane yeah. amount of love for their town. So um, we're like, let's do a podcast on a real life town because if you didn't know Pawnee does not exist what Pawnee Colorado does exist so oh. shout out to our Pawneeans out there <laughs> <laughs> um Pawnee Indiana oh also, actually I'll add there that. was Pawnee Road in Minnesota oh yeah. yeah but Pawnee Indiana does not exist I looked it up once um so we're like let let's do a podcast where like we just talk about people who like I don't know are in love with their town and I thought of a way of doing it where I talk about this film. I don't know why I'm sharing all this, but anyways, <laughs> everybody should watch this film called uh, Godspeed, The Pace of Walking. It's Never so, heard of it. so, so, so good. 
Um, I would recommend that. I thought about doing something to that effect, talking about, like, anyways, parishes in Scotland. Parishes are, like, their plot of land. Um, anywho, then I was like, it's really hard. <laughs> I the really ambiance is getting through. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> We're sitting in candlelight. Yeah. Um, I really don't know why I'm telling this. Anyways, okay, so I was like, it's really hard it's really hard to tell a story of a town or a people if, like, you've never been to that town. Right. right? Yeah. Okay. So, we're going a different road today, folks. What? What do you mean? Um, I'm really excited. So, um, before I kind of reveal what we're talking about, um, that was just a long, yeah, winded to say, to say, we're, we're not going that way. Um, okay, so what's your favorite tradition that our family does, or that, what's a favorite tradition of yours that you've participated in? Oh, hmm. That's a good question. My voice is growly. Um. It's good for the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I, I just, I honestly, okay, when people ask me this, I'm like, I feel like our family doesn't have traditions. Oh, like we do. Like we do, but I don't know. I guess like one of my favorite <clears throat> ones that I feel like is the most emphasized within our family is each year we would set up the Christmas tree with my god sisters who are just like super good family friends of ours. Um, and... <laughs> We would eat, like, Christmas cookies, and... That was probably the best part. Yeah, always, like, take (laughs) pictures in our Christmas tree box, even when we were, like, 16 years old, 17 years old. Um, So, I would say that's probably one of my favorite ones. Basically, anything that we do with them is really fun. Like, we used to... Sorry, we used to have the tradition of Monday night dinners, and that was dope. I think my... One of... The first thing that came to mind was something that I think a lot of, I've seen a lot of families do this, is keeping track of your growing, like, (laughs) when you grow on Mm -hmm. a slab of wall, and doing that with um, cousins and friends, and dogs, family dogs, stuffed animals, um, (laughs) as if our stuffed animals, bunnies, bunnies, yeah, yeah, Yeah. um, okay, this, like, side note, do you have, do you have a favorite tradition that your school does? Uh, yeah, Harry Potter night. Oh. Every single fall, um, our eating area is decked out in floating candles, four long tables with um, the big banners of each of the four houses. And then we have a building that kind of looks like Hogwarts. And inside of it, there's a bunch of festivities like trivia and um, like carnival type games and the movie. And you can get sorted, which is fun. Um, last year, the sorting sorting? hat, the sorting hat, like the four houses. No, but like, what were you, so what house? Oh, I didn't do it because it was a really long line. Because we all know Ravenclaw. Yeah, but Kajori and I are are both Ravenclaw. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's a great time. It's one of my favorite nights at St. Olaf. I feel like Gekyu doesn't have any traditions. Oh, we have so many. We really, yeah, we really don't. Okay, anyways. So, um... Okay, this is, like, I'm really excited for this because, um, this is just something I'm passionate about. So, we're actually, we are going to be talking about a town, but something, or a city, I guess, 
but something specific that happens in that city. And I want to have a conversation about, cult, not I guess, like culture and tradition and rituals. So. That's like what I study. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Milan. Milan is in Italy, if you didn't know that. Um, I'm pretty sure for the first like 18 years of my life, I didn't know it was in Italy. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Milan has over 1,300,000 people, so it's pretty big, but it is smaller. Really small, right? It's, like, big, but, like, smaller than Chicago. Um, Whoa. Yeah, Chicago's, like, Wait, what does that five mean, times big, that but size. smaller? It's big, but, like, I'm saying in comparison to American cities, or, like, a popular American city, I think Chicago is, like, five million people. So, anywho. Um, okay. So, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about something that happens only in Milan. Noah, do you have any guesses what this could be? I'm dancing around the topic. No idea. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, we're just going to jump right in then. And Noah's turned away from you so I don't get to see his eyes roll. Yay. Um, Okay, so... So, um, Milan has, is a very, 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 very large archdiocese. Um, so an archdiocese, we're also going to do a little bit of a Theo 101 lesson here. Um, yeah, so, yay. Uh Um, we're also probably going to be talking about this next week, but we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, so an archdiocese is kind of like bishops who... I don't even know how to describe this. They're basically priests, um, but they have some control, I guess. Um, they control like parts of areas like the churches within it. So in comparison, I'm 98% sure that our Archdiocese of St. Paul has like 100, almost 200 churches. Wow. Milan has 1,000. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, um, which is just like ginormous. Um, so you're probably thinking like, okay, here goes Beth Joy again, the theology major. We all know she's a theology major. She's talking about the church again. Like, what, what you're the heck? a theology major? I know. It's a shocker. Um, but I think something really particular and beautiful happens. So, but we have to like take a step back first before we kind of like dive into this thing. So within the Catholic, so if you imagine a chart, there's the Catholic church, like capital C, Catholic church like -hmm. okay the universal catholic church and then under the church the big catholic church there's eight different rites and rites are the way that you um okay i think i'm not a hundred percent sure on this wow but (laughs) welcome to glueless content um but rites are kind of like i mean rites come from the word ritual so it's like the way that things are done like the rituals are done and then under the eight right or the six rights, there are uh, twenty three churches. Um, oh, so for six rights, not eight. Yeah, six rights. Sorry. Yeah. So, for example, like um, there's the Byzantine right, and then under the Byzantine right, there's the Ukrainian church. Okay. So we would be under the um, Roman right. And we also happen to be the Roman Catholic. And it's also like, so, so we are, we're under right the Roman right and Roman Church. Um, I think, I think so. Okay. Yeah, 
I, I really don't know a lot about that part. Um, it's all very interesting and kind of confusing. Um, but one thing that is important as we start talking about rites and churches is that <coughs> no pastor and technically no bishop um, besides the Pope um, can make up their own mass. And the Pope wouldn't be able to be like, oh, today we're going to throw in like Found 25 <laughs> different readings, you know? Oh, gosh. Like there has to be... There's there's an order to things, and right. there's a long process to get it changed and to get it approved. So in Milan, there's this rite called the Ambrosian Rite. And so it comes from St. Ambrose, and St. Ambrose was alive more than 1,700 years ago. And so this thing, this rite, has been going on for an extremely long time. But you're you're probably like, okay, but the Catholic Church has been around for a long time, right? Yes, that's true. But the Catholic Church is all over the world, and the Ambrosian Rite is only in Milan. So this little... this it, Has it always been only it's in... It's always been only Whoa. in Milan. That's cool. Yeah. And so I, I heard about this, I think it was over this summer, um, and I was just so fascinated by, like... The fact that they could keep that alive for so long in just the little part. And um, yeah, so kind of just the history of it, just because it's kind of interesting. So the Ambrosian Rite um, is, it kind of, so I guess like a rite is like a church culture, and but then also the ritual of prayer. Um, so they can have different prayers that they pray as well. Um, but so it comes from St. Ambrose, he was a bishop of Milan in the fourth century and a lot of the particularities of the rite are traced back to him um but they might not say like Ambrose alone instituted the rite like it came over a period of time but like it's all traced back to his the things that he did um so it's similar to the classic Latin rite that most people are familiar with like if you ever see like a catholic church in a movie Oh, you're yeah. probably watching the Latin Rite. Yeah. And that's, so we, are, yeah, so we're like Roman Church, Latin Rite. Or Latin, Latin Rite, Roman, Roman Church. Church. Um, and yeah, we aren't really going to get into the differences because they're very intricate and not all that interesting. Um, but something that I was kind of thinking that I just want to hear your thoughts on, and I think we probably should define them for the purpose of this conversation and I do have some definitions um but do you think there is a difference between a ritual and a tradition but like a tradition meaning like a Christmas tradition is kind of what I'm talking about yeah you're not meaning like like the Catholic yeah tradition. yeah okay yeah. gotcha because um, that like that is it yes. right um absolutely so what would you say? What would I say the difference yeah, is? Yeah, like... Okay, this is hard because anthropology is all about culture and tradition and ritual. And, I mean, the early roots of anthropology, modern anthropology is not quite as focused on that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I... They're very different in my mind, but I can't, like, put, my, put it into words. Yeah. I, rituals are... I think I think that a tradition can in 
encompass a ritual, mm-hmm. but I don't think a ritual is the tradition. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that... So, I guess when I was thinking about it, because uh, Savannah, who we had on the podcast a while back, um, I think she was third episode, Yeah. <laughs> on education, we had this conversation. We had a conversation about rituals, um, I think like this fall or something. So I, it's kind of been something that's been in my mind. And I think that rituals are like I guess like actions and like certain at I guess like certain actions are done and certain objects are used and it's generally within like a same place and either like place of time or like physical space for sure a place of time yeah um but I feel like traditions are more like almost behave not behavioral they're, but like, they're a lot broader yeah like a ritual seems to me a lot more specific like um you only you have a ritual of praying before dinner yeah yeah whereas you wouldn't really necessarily call that a tradition yeah but maybe the tradition is having a meal together yeah and part of the tradition is this ritual of prayer before yeah. the meal yeah so i think traditions definitely include rituals um so, for our purposes, we are going to use this definition of ritual established on a website um, called Ask the Difference. <laughs> because I was wondering, because I thought it'd probably be important. Um, so, it says, a ritual is a sequence of activities involving gestures, words, and objects performed in a sequestered, I love that word, place and performed according to a set sequence. Rituals may be prescribed by the traditions of a community. And a tradition is a belief belief or behavior passed down within a group or society with symbolic meaning or special significance with origins in the past. Mm. I, I disagree with the ritual definition, but I think what about the it? tradition... Um, <laughs> there was one part you said that I was like, mm, no. A ritual is this, Just stop me. A ritual is is a sequence of activities involving gestures, words, and objects. Objects. Objects, really? I think, like, I think, okay. I think involving blank, blank, or. Like, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't think it needs an object to be ritual. It's not like, like, okay, like, every morning when we had our 8 a.m. theology class, I'd always use the same mason jar, and it's not like, (laughs) I am using. The same mason jar. The sacred theology (laughs) morning mason. I always have to say the same words to my roommate. Yeah, I agree that should be or. Um, I found it interesting that tradition says like with origins in the past. I guess like, I guess that's an obvious thing, but something that I never really like. Like traditions are in the past. Like, because I feel like so often we're like, let's make this a new tradition. Like. I don't know. Um, yeah, I get what you saying. Like, if you had a party on New Year's and you hadn't done that before, right, and you're yeah. like, let's make this a tradition, I mean, I guess, like, yeah, it's the past, but what if you're saying it during the party? I think that... Maybe it's... <gasps> I don't think something like that... I don't think if you, like, you just finished or you're during the New Year's Eve party for the first time and 
um, you say, let's make this a tradition, I don't think it is, like, bam, tradition. Yeah, it's not, like, a tradition. You have to and act on it. That's the thing is, I also yeah. think that even just, like, doing it a second time doesn't make it a tradition. Yeah. And I think that's obviously a really great line. When does it become a tradition? Yeah. I think part of when it becomes a tradition is because, is when the individuals who are involved with the tradition put value on it. Yeah, I agree. And put value, like, you know the phrase, it wouldn't be Christmas without. Yeah, yeah. Those I think are that, traditions. Yeah, I think that tradition, like, I think we also associate, we associate, like, emotions and value with it, which is just, I don't know, is interesting to me. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, if we're defining a ritual as a sequence of activities involving gestures, words, or objects performed in a certain place, um, do, what is so good about rituals? Like, do you think they're good, and why do you think they're good, or why do you think they're bad? You're not saying capital G good. Yeah, just like yeah, good. okay, um, like fun, <laughs> um, sure. important. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Good. Maybe I think they're good because I think they're important. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. I think they're important. Um. Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, rituals are something that brings people together and something you hold in common and. It can have value beyond just uh, unification. It can have, um, I mean, obviously religious value. Um, Whole bunch, like, it can, I think it's important because it creates value in a society, a group of people. Um, Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you have rituals that you, like, that you know of and only, like, that you do? Because, I mean, I was thinking, because I think that, I think that they bring people together, um, but I guess when I think of rituals, I think of, like, like I think of the fact that every morning I use the same coffee cup. Is coffee that a routine cup. or a ritual? That's, yeah, that, that was another one of my questions, is what is, what is the difference between a routine and a ritual? Yeah. Because I think, like, using the same coffee cup is a routine, but I think, I think ritual also has value. And I think that, like, if I value the fact, I think, sorry, Carolyn, if you're listening, but I don't really, but if I value the fact that, like, Carolyn and I have the same mug, and I, like, pretty much use that mug every single morning, and so I, like, often am thinking of Carolyn, like, I don't put value on that, but I think that there are rituals. But that's important to you, right? I'm not in. I like the idea that we have the same. Okay, so it's more. Okay. It's more like a teenage girl thing, but I think that like, um, I don't. I can't even think of what is a ritual that I can't even think of a ritual that I do. I think that ritual. I mean, you asked me in the beginning, ritual and tradition, and although I don't think ritual rituals are tradition, while traditions can be rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that rituals like tradition are rooted in something beyond like this time period, yeah. you know, and it doesn't have to be beyond your life, mm-hmm. but it's rooted in something historical. And I think that's what differs historical? a routine from a ritual. Sorry, historical or like, in like history. how long are we talking about historical? Like, 
because well, when again, I think of historical, I, mean, again, I think it's of like a great line. Hundred years or like what? Yeah, because I feel like I feel like there are some things. I guess like maybe one ritual that I I did establish value to last year was um on d- some mornings. I think it was like Monday and Thursday. Um, me and a bunch of my friends, we all had 925s, and I just, like, am not a people person in the morning at all, and so I would go, I would wake up early, and I would go to our, I would stop in our chapel on our way to, like, our, um, coffee shop on campus, I'd stop in our chapel, and then I would go and grab a muffin and a chai, and then I would meet my friends at class, or I would meet Rian in that class, actually, um, and I, I established value to that because, I mean, like, yeah, it was my alone time, but, like, there was just something, like, not, I, I'm hesitant to say, like, capital B beautiful, but there was something, there was a beauty to it for me because campus often in the spring, or, like, the, not spring, but, like, when it's warm, which is a lot in Michigan, um, there's like that mist and you know like that early you know like at servant camp like early morning always has the same feel like it was that feel even though it wasn't even that early in the morning and then like sometimes uh home day lawn would be all misty um and there's like there was a beauty in that that i established value to um and so i would like i would consider that a ritual rather than a routine and it was something that like i intentionally did i guess yeah that's interesting which i wonder if there's intentionality within a ritual too right i think that i had a thought before (coughs) we were talking about that and i don't remember what it was but um yeah i think see i think i would agree with you that that's a ritual but yeah yeah i don't know Oh, I remember my thought. My thought was, when you were saying, like, how far back is Mm -hmm. historical, I think that it depends not so much on the time, but the events that have happened within a time period. Mm -hmm. Because think about now, like, three years from now, we're going to be like, wow, that tradition I started during COVID, like, it can be a tradition because there was such a monumental you know like yeah 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 and it doesn't have to be something worldwide obviously Mm -hmm. just to your life no that makes sense um so one thing that i would be interested (laughs) um that i'd be interested in hearing your thoughts on is um like i guess from either your experience or even from like the side of anthropology is so let me back up i was really struck by the fact that milan like we know italy has been around for a long time yeah okay yeah. so we know that romulus and Remus. like <laughs> the u.s obviously has not um yeah and so i think it is unique that the um, italy has had like the opportunity to create things like this that like are such almost like tangible things of their culture um that you could you could bring the milan right like somebody could have been ordained a priest in milan 
really loved the Milan Rite and decided to bring it to like one parish in the U.S. And you know, like, I'm celebrating what they only celebrate in Milan. Like, it's a really concrete image of their culture. Yeah. So how do we, like, how do we preserve rituals and how do they kind of, like, okay, what, this is what I'm thinking. Okay. This is going to sound. I just, like, not rolled my eyes, but, like, tilted my head back and that's because I was going to talk about something very similar (laughs) in a later podcast, but that's Um, this is, this is kind of what I'm imagining, um. So, like, if, if the, if, like, okay, so you know when you deep fry food, and you, like, dip it in the batter, and then you, like, deep fry it, and, yeah. like, there's a crust around it. So, let's say we're deep frying a Twinkie. Gross, do you have to choose a Twinkie? Okay. Um, what is something that we, okay, we'll deep fry chicken. Yeah. So, chicken, chicken, <laughs> chicken is the culture, and then, like, okay. wait. <laughs> I think this is, I think this, I might be getting this backwards, but I think, like, chicken would be the culture, and then, like, the bread, or, like, whatever you're yeah. frying it with, like, that would be, like, the Milan right? So, like, the Milan right is, like, encapitulating, is that a word? Yeah. Encapsulating? Think, sure, okay. I don't know. Like, the, Surrounding. Like, Italy. But a part, like, the t- yeah. like, part of Milan. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, I find that so What's the beautiful. oil? <laughs> Like, what, like, I don't know, I just find that so beautiful. The oil so cool. is the people that makes it crispy and yummy. Yeah, and good, and, like, true. So your question is, how do we preserve that? Like, how do we preserve that? And also, do, like, do we have any rituals in America? Oh my gosh, I have so many opinions on that. I um, know, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it, like, all of HL12, so. Um, okay, just your first question yes. was... How do we preserve something like that? Yeah. Like, how do we preserve the good, I guess, the good parts of well, our culture? That's what, that was the Which first thing that I was really, when you said this is only in Milan and has been happening for how many of our years, you said? 1,700 yeah. years is, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Because, like, think about all the languages that have gone extinct because kids don't want to put the effort into it. Yeah. But there's, like, I think there's, like, something that is recognized. I mean, because I, because we know, like, we know Europe, like, within Christianity is, like, dying. So the fact that this still exists 1,700 years later, like, there's there's something, like, capital B or capital, like, capital B beautiful or capital G good about this, I yeah. think, that is, like, somehow people recognize this is worth preserving with like for me when I think of a lot of things that I would maybe say are rituals in America I'm like I don't want to preserve that <laughs> like I don't want to I don't want to do that but like also like how that's just amazing that so many generations have recognized like the beauty of this or the value yeah. within it yeah, I. It's yeah, it's wild. The question of how do we preserve. We meaning a culture, I think, would probably be preserve. Did you say what word did you use? Ritual. Ritual. Rituals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We meaning the culture that is doing the rituals. Um. Yeah, I think we okay. we not meaning like Becca Joy and Noah, but like we as a society oh, okay. maybe or family. Community. So, I think that 
if we're talking about rituals that are a part of our own tradition, Mm -hmm. I think that (laughs) this is something that I have thought a lot about, and, okay, this is so funny, because, okay, spoiler alert, Becca Joy and I in the upcoming are doing Theology 101 and Anthropology 101, and I literally was going to talk about this exact thing on Anthropology 101, so I'm, like, super prepared to... I think we could, like, we could also, like... Yeah. It can I'm, flow in. Yeah. Well, there's other things in anthropology. Yeah. But, um, I think from the inside, like, as an insider of this culture, mm-hmm. I don't think... Okay. I'm trying to phrase this correctly <laughs> because I've thought about this so yeah. much. I'll just tell you what, like, my conundrum is. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth between deciding, should we? Like, is it our yeah. responsible to, responsibility to preserve that? Or is it our responsibility as specifically you and I as younger members of this culture that we live in to challenge and change it? Because I think, yeah. ultimately, I think that's the battle between... Okay, I hate to bring like political terms into this Mm -hmm. but we don't have to go anywhere with these terms but to use the terms conservative and liberal I think that's the ultimate battle is like do we just keep doing what we're doing because (coughs) it has some goodness to it or do we challenge it and try to change and grow from it so I think that in some ways I almost want to be like we have no responsibility to maintaining the rituals in our culture. So, it's it's so hard for me to... That makes sense, and I see, like, I see the difficulty, and I think it's something, I think that, bringing the theology side of it into it, I think that this is something that is constantly a battle um, between what is known as the rad trads and the... The what? (laughs) (laughs) I just love the phrasing. Um, so like the radical traditionists who are like Latin right or like Latin mass only and blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Um and compared to the people who are like, No, Vatican II is good and like Vatican II that like yeah. changed all these like lit- liturgical things is great and all this. Um and I think that the battle is like I think the qu- I think the ultimate question is and I I think this somewhat applies to, like, the culture of America, is, um, the battle in the church is, we have, we did this for two, we did this, meaning Latin, um, mass, we did the Latin mass for 2,000 years, why is it all of a sudden bad? Hmm. And then, the non-rad trads are like, um... I want to be able to understand the mass. Like, I want to be able to understand what's going on. Because not everybody gets to take Latin. Um, And if the Catholic Church is truly universal, then why are we doing it in Latin? Yeah, then, like, why are we doing it in Latin? And, which is, like, that's a very valid question. But also, there's a lot of beauty to both sides. Yeah. Um, But I think that that could be something that is applied to the culture of, like, that this is my thing is like I think we do have somewhat of a duty as human beings to preserve the human to preserve the human race um and I think like within the human race like culture comes but I think that culture is it is a changing thing but I think that 
some things with like culture changes with generations I feel like um oh definitely but I I think that there are some things that like it's just like this worked well why are we changing it but also of course there's gonna be I how many people live in America how many other people live in America? There's going to be that many opinions. So obviously, yeah. like, obviously I think my opinion is going to work well. Um, but I think also when, um, when bringing up, I guess like, I'll just say it. I guess like when bringing up like hot button issues, yeah, it's like, we don't have the time. Some people, I guess, think that we don't have the time to, look at look at the psychological effects or the the effects on families or the effects on the individual or whatever it is um and yeah I don't know it's very interesting and I think it's something like this battle of do we preserve it or do we just keep going yeah is like it'll be forever which is kind of annoying now that I'm (laughs) hearing you I think we're saying similar things, and now that I'm hearing what was coming out of my mouth, yeah, I almost want to disagree just by the phrasing battle. Yeah. Because I, I almost think that our role, to go back to the question, our role is in preserving this is to preserve what we as individuals hold on to as valuable yeah, in agree. the culture. I definitely But agree. challenge what we don't find valuable. Yeah. Or question how can we make this yeah I don't okay I don't like the phrasing how can we make this even better yeah but how can we you know I think challenge is a good phrase and I think in some ways that's like that's what democracy is about yeah is challenging like all the it's about trying to come to like you're saying all the different voices coming together and saying this is what's important to me and this is what I see as an issue yeah. and trying to bring all those voices together. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? I mean, who's to, clash, I mean, for right, sure. who's to say if yeah. that actually works? But I think that's something that I really liked about reading um, the Federalist Papers and like mm-hmm. in ninth grade um, U.S. history is learning about the political ideologies of mm-hmm. the founding fathers. Yeah. Um, and like that idea I think is just is really romantic. Yeah. And also obviously it doesn't work out great, but yeah. we're still such a young country. Yeah. You, we're when so you said young. that yeah. I all of a sudden was just really like when you struck by it, like, whoa, we like we're baby. Like, what? like this like, country is literally like a baby. Three hundred years, something like that yeah. is nothing. Nothing, nothing yeah. compared to even seventeen hundred. Like that's wild. Yeah. But yeah, I think that um I don't know. I I've been very enraptured by this idea lately of like this this challenge and of um, like preserving what we hold to be beautiful, like capital B beautiful, and what we hold to be capital G good. Um, because I was listening to a podcast. Um, I think like this past Sunday, and um, they they were just talking about, I don't know, a lot of different things that are happening in the world today on January 15th, but this was, like, last week, so, like, what were happening last week, um, and the prior weeks, and 
just like they pointed out like this like this challenge of like challenging what you find to be good like capital g good is always going to clash with somebody and it's not going to be like it is not going to be beautiful it is not going to be good like g like capital g good um and they said like like (laughs) aaron burr shot alexander hamilton over arguing about something that one held to be beautiful and the other did not or one held to be good and the other did not and just how i don't know that really because i mean like we both love the musical hamilton and so like that was something that you know that i've spent hours like listening to yeah the um a rendition of the that yeah actual battle um and yeah i just found that so incredible like so so incredibly beautiful how passionate people are but also so like kind of scary i guess yeah i was gonna say does it bother you that (laughs) what i think is moral compasses drive me just like like up a wall know what that means okay then i won't use that word but so what i think is right and good and yes we should preserve it if that is actually truly good why does anybody disagree with me yeah and i think i mean i have and of course, like side note we could totally spiral into it yeah like a catholic perspective of you know yeah we could, we could go into spiritual warfare and yeah. you know like we did we i get... mean i would i like pretty much took an entire class on that like mm-hmm. we it was basically a class focusing on what are called the transcendentals and truth beauty and goodness are part of the transcendentals I didn't even know they had a name until I took the class. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's just the Trinity slogan. <laughs> but, um, I I mean, like, I took an entire class on that. So, like, I would be one to say that, like, it's because... Actually, Plato talks... Uh, Plato? I think it's Plato. Plato talks about this in his five dialogues, I'm pretty sure, question mark. Yeah. I... Um, about, like, the passions being disordered. Right. And then also, I'm pretty sure he talks about it either in dialogues or public. About, Aristotle talks um, about, yeah, like the corruption of the yeah. soul. And if you, if basically everybody, no one disagree with me, but everybody needs to read the five dialogues and the Republic. Do not read the Republic unless <laughs> you want to. I think it's super die. good. But um, we kind of accidentally based like the entire class off of that meaning it just came up why we didn't read it in class i don't know and it made me really mad um... no which i was like i was really fascinated by but anyways plato talks about like the soul and the different parts of the soul and um how i'm pretty sure it's him this might be completely wrong i think it's him but he says like will like will goes this like one way and intellect goes the other way and you're like trying to control them huh I don't know. Anyways, um, basically, I think that, like, disordered passions is what I I think it comes up to. But that, yes, that, that bothers me. But I, as a theology major, almost philosophy minor, like, I guess I have answers to it that are, like, really long-winded and probably not worth getting into. <laughs> At least not here. Um... You also asked, you asked, um... What are American rituals? That? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think now would be a good time to 
yeah. turn the conversation there because we're talking about America's history. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some okay. In the past, I I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know in the past that I have like yeah. been upset by something that is American, like quote unquote American. Was like, I don't like that. That's American. Yeah. And I think part of the thing is because we're such a young country and because we are we've been given this global reputation of yeah (laughs) to be completely honest (laughs) Um, we've been given this global reputation of the land of the three free and you know like immigration like everyone comes to the USA for a better life and a free life and it's like we're because America is such a melting pot of cultures. It's like we haven't yet figured out who we are. Yeah, we haven't figured out our identity. Which is we're both exciting and frustrating. I think we're probably like thirteen years old. Becca Joy can only say that because she's no longer a teenager. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think one one ritual. I would probably say it's a ritual. Um, I think some people do it more to an extent than others, but is. In um, HL twelve, we refer to it as the Sunday football religion, <laughs> um, and like just okay. the fact that like that okay, that's a whole another topic. But basically, um, there's a really good article. Called... I feel like that's not fair to criticize because it's not like America's unique in that. I know, Everywhere I else mean, in the world, it's football. I know, but like. <laughs> I don't I don't think America's unique in it, but I think it's something that we really tailgating. We, I like think tailgating, tailgating is a pretty American thing. Like tailgating and like everybody's got to have those Sunday football parties yeah. and like like okay, yeah, Super Bowl is great. Wait, so did that upset you? Oh yeah. Really? Cuz I think it it's kind of fun. It makes me so mad. <laughs> it like when I when I really get into it and when I'm really in a ranting mood, I could rant about it for like 30 minutes. Okay, let's, about let's not do that. Yeah, but I will, I will spare that. But, um, yeah. That's a good question. I think definitely something to... Are we, there. like, are we even old enough to really have established rituals is mine. Other, like, is, uh, is another question. Yeah. Do you mean the country? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, us as young adults. No. Because yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like that's another question I mean, to ponder. Yeah. I think that it's also tough right now because the country is kind of... I mean, it's tough right now to think about tradition and rituals <coughs> be, just because... I'm going to go there because our country is so based in white... Mm-hmm. narratives mm-hmm. that like the country doesn't have rituals because the country is white and black yeah and black narratives and white narratives have been different f- since yeah. the beginning of the country i mean since before the country you know yeah so and i feel like we're also at a point because i i think that we are in our teenage days where like we aren't willing like, we aren't willing, we aren't even willing to accept other people's cultures, it seems like. Yeah. Um, 
or like cultures, traditions, rituals, like we aren't willing to, we just straight up are not willing to accept other people. Because it's the land of the free and you can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to. Yeah. Um, which I think is frustrating and I don't think any particular person is going to solve that except for like the actual people of America. Um, hmm. But I don't know. That is, I guess that's something that, yeah, is is something that is like, we can't like we can't even establish something so cool as the Ambrosian Rite because like because we are like somebody. I mean, I'm sure people in Italy are like, "Oh, that's dumb," but I feel like somebody would be like, "That's dumb. Let me try to ruin it," you know. Something but, that I think I don't know. The one thing that I can think of that is, like, I I can think of distinguishing. Let me start over. I feel as though I can distinguish American from other cultures by food. Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that... Um, I mean, again, like, America is is the home of so many different cultures and um, cult- heritage. So yeah. in some ways, what even is American food? But... I think that food is something that a lot of people have latched on to as something defining for Americans. Yeah. I agree. So. A lot to think about. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. A very interesting conversation that I think will definitely be continued within other podcasts. Um, But if you would like to tell us some of your rituals or um, maybe your thoughts about any of this conversation that we've had... We would definitely love to hear from you. You can email us at cluecopodcast at gmail.com and you can also DM us on Instagram at clueless underscore content. And we would just love to hear what your thoughts are about this. Also, if you have any good book recommendations on like like culture, um rituals anything like that i'm super intrigued by i'd love to read about that and just kind of everything to do with that and america um so let me know next week we are starting um theology and anthropology 101 so becca joy will be kicking us off with some theology and then the week following i'll be talking about anthropology and it'll probably be a sort of a continuation of this conversation or at least similar themes i think five dollars will be possibly let's see let's see what happens in the next 24 hours (laughs) 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 so that's it folks um i guess we'll talk to you next week